welcome everyone to Understanding the I Am That Is You podcast. Yay! Hey everybody, it's your girl Wynn. I'm going to try this again. I had some voice issues this weekend, but I'm back, praise God. I pray all is well with everyone, and your hearts and minds are full of love, joy, and compassion for yourselves and other selves. But if not, let us all put in a little extra effort. Pray on it if necessary, but sincerely make an effort to express those higher qualities to all those around us in whatever way we can. This indeed for the benefit of all mankind, but more importantly for that of the individual. Because the more we genuinely express and share love for all of God's children, the more that loving light of God, with all of its glory and power, expands within each and every one. No longer then would it take much effort to maintain harmony. No longer would it take much effort to express and share love with all those around us, no matter who we are or where we are from. Because those higher qualities would then radiate naturally from that loving light of our own mighty I Am Presence. Amen. Give thanks and praises for love and life, and y'all be loved. Be careful not to practice your righteousness in front of others to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honored by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, Go into your room, close the door and pray to your Father, who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. When you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, Put oil on your head and wash your face, so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen, and your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Matthew 6, 
Crisis Unveiled, Chapter 12 Nothing is more demonstrable than the proposition that the perfection of matter is reached at the expense of instinct. The zoophyte attached to the submarine rock, opening its mouth to attract the food that floats by, shows, proportionately with its physical structure, more instinct than the whale. The ant, with its wonderful architectural, social, and political abilities, is inexpressibly higher in the scale than the subtle royal tiger watching its prey. With awe and wonder, exclaims Dubois Raymond, must the student of nature regard that microscopic molecule of nervous substance which is the seat of the laborious, constructive, orderly, loyal, thoughtless soul of the ant. Like everything else which has its origin in psychological mysteries, instinct has been too long neglected in the domain of science. We see what indicated the way to man to find relief for all his physical ailings, says Hippocrates. It is the instinct of the earlier races, when cold reason had not as yet obscured man's inner vision, its indication must never be disdained, for it is to instinct alone that we owe our first remedies. Instantaneous and unerring cognition of an omniscient mind, instinct is in everything unlike the finite reason, and in the tentative progress of the latter, the godlike nature of man is often utterly engulfed, whenever he shuts out from himself the divine light of an intuition. The one crawls, the other flies, reason is the power of the man, intuition the prescience of the woman. Plotinus, the pupil of the great Ammonius Saccas, the chief founder of the Neoplatonic school, taught that human knowledge had three ascending steps, opinion, science, and illumination. He explained it by saying that the means or instrument of opinion is sense or perception, of science, dialects, of illumination, intuition, or divine instinct. To the last, reason is subordinate, it is absolute knowledge founded on the identification of the mind with the object known. H. P. Blavatsky Prayer opens the spiritual sight of man, for prayer is desire, and desire develops will, the magnetic emanations proceeding from the body at every effort, whether mental or physical, produce self-magnetization and ecstasy. Plotinus recommended solitude for prayer, as the most efficient means of obtaining what is asked, and Plato advised those who pray to remain silent in the presence of the Divine Ones, till they remove the cloud from thy eyes, and enable thee to see by the light which issues from themselves. Apollonius always isolated himself from men during the conversation he held with God, and whenever he felt the necessity for divine contemplation and prayer, he wrapped himself, head and all, in the drapery of his white woolen mantle. When thou prayest enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father in secret, says the Nazarene, the pupil of the Essenes. Every human being is born with the rudiment of the inner sense called intuition, which may be developed into what the Scotch know as second sight. All the great philosophers, who, like Plotinus, Porphyry, and Iamblichus employed this faculty, taught the doctrine. There is a faculty of the human mind, writes Iamblichus, which is superior to all which is born or begotten. Through it we are enabled to attain union with the superior intelligences, to being transported beyond the scenes of this world, and to partaking the higher life and peculiar powers of the heavenly ones. Were there no inner sight or intuition, the Jews would never have had their Bible, nor the Christians Jesus. What both Moses and Jesus gave to the world was the fruit of their intuition or, or illumination. What their subsequent elders and teachers allowed the world to understand was, dogmatic misrepresentations, too often blasphemy. H. P. Blavatsky
The I Am Discourses, Volume 13. I greet you, beloved ones, in the name, love, wisdom, and power of your mighty I Am Presence. I'm just come from Europe, and could you see the far-reaching power of indirect deceit and treachery that lurks on every hand? I say to you beloved ones, if any of you let yourself be used by anything that is deceitful or treacherous, you can just expect the full descent of that destruction upon yourself. I warn you now as never before. When people do as they are doing in Europe, they have no more consideration for honor or purity or promises. If it were not for the love of the people for the messengers, I tell you, there simply would be no hope. It is really the hope of America today. My dear ones, if anyone is not willing to give the simple obedience, that lets a force in that drives into the student body. Well, then they are responsible for what happens. Question, if it drives into the student body, that affects America. Saint Germain, now, please try to comprehend. If the heart of your body were affected, would it not affect the whole body? Those people who think they have heart trouble, usually their whole body is affected by it. The heart is the center of your body, and when it stops beating, it is the end of the body. If you cannot hold honor, purity, loyalty, and absolute honesty within yourselves, well then, don't you see it is exactly the same as the human heart, it affects the whole body of the students. It is so curious that the students do not grasp that the feeling world of all the body of students is really one, and the discordant, treacherous feeling of one goes out and affects the whole body to some degree. Question, that does not mean that just because one may fail, that would stop the progress of the rest in the light, does it? Saint Germain, oh no. That has nothing to do with the individuals, but it has so much to do with the accomplishment of the students for America and her protection. You see, there are so many vicious individuals that are pouring forth and making each one a target for their viciousness, and trying to force and impel suggestions upon each one to make them do the impure and wrong thing, and if you don't stand guard over it, it will make you do it. You do not realize the power of suggestion through the feeling. The moment anybody gets irritated or peeved they should keep still and not allow themselves to talk until they control themselves. Beloved Saint Germain I do say to you, be so kind and considerate of each other. I tell you, if you criticize in your feelings and pour forth those feelings to each other for any reason at all, oh it is so silly. I say to you, it is just so silly for anyone to feel critical to the other, and don't do anything that has any chance of disturbing the other. Question, I know that after each prompting you give us, if we could feel it with redoubled determination, one of these days we are going to get where we don't make any mistakes. Saint Germain, everyone has the perfect ability to give the obedience that is necessary. Question, I firmly believe that. While maybe it has never been done on earth before, but if people really want to, they can be perfect. Saint Germain, of course they can. Question, I mean perfect instruments, in every sense of the word, even though they are not ascended. Saint Germain, there is no question about it in the world. Question, what good are any of us if we have to have a spiritual policeman? Saint Germain, exactly. I often see weeks ahead the thing that is going to drive at the students, but I cannot give any more promptings than I am. Question, if everyone had obeyed the promptings you have given, there would not be any trouble. Saint Germain, no, but we can only keep on trying. But I must take the messenger and go on with the work when we get to Seattle. I may have to take him days and nights for a time, 
because he can do such tremendous things with me in Europe right now, and we cannot begin this work while he is in class. Question, if we were so prepared, could we go with you at night in Europe? Saint Germain, yes. You have been doing it in the higher mental body. You blessed ones, if you could see the work he and Lotus do during the time these bodies sleep, you would be the most astonished beings. Two days before the opening of the Chicago class the greatest release of the cosmic light so far will be released, and I trust at that time to gather and be able to do for America all and far more than we have contemplated. As I see it now, we must build up that centralized focus for the release of the light at Chicago and hold it sustained there. Beloved Saint Germain